not sure what I'm going to call this. Maybe episode five and a half. Um, I'm starting companion episodes to the podcast based on the all-time tens that I'm coming up with in the podcast. So, uh, in the last episode, I gave you my top ten all-time classic rock drummers. And, of course, there were some stipulations. They had to be from bands active in the 60s and the 70s. And it had to be a classic rock band. I wasn't putting studio guys in there. I wasn't putting jazz guys in there. So they were part of like your classic rock and roll band. Uh, bass player, electric guitar player, singer, drummer, etc., etc. And of course, some bands had other people involved. Keyboards, organs, tambourines, whatever. So, but this one was just about drums, and I gave the top 10 list, I went through it really quickly, but I want to spend a little bit more time and dig into it, just a few minutes anyway, because it deserves it. And what we're going to do is have a classic rock fantasy draft at the end of this. Once I give my top 10 at all of the key positions, which is drums, bass, rhythm guitar, lead guitar, and front person, lead singer, however you want to say it. And I'm going to go through those, and I'm going to put my top 10. And those are the 10 that we have to choose from. You can't come in with someone that's not on the list. We don't, we don't allow ringers here. What are, you, what are you, insane? What are you, crazy? I don't do that. Get that bull crap out of here. Anyway, the number one drummer of all time, top draft pick, uh, he should be your first choice if you don't take one of my other number ones, would be John Bonham from Led Zeppelin. In the description, I'm going to connect a YouTube video on why he was a great drummer. His timing was perfect. His fills were perfect. He was the perfect drummer. As a matter of fact, uh, many members of Led Zeppelin are going to be taking my top spots as we go along. Even though they, even though they specifically are not my favorite band, that would be the Beatles, uh, three of the four of them are going to be number one spots as it turns out, as I put this list together. But they were such a great band that the thing is, as great as they all were, they were all top-notch musicians, they just didn't feel they could replace John Bonham when he died. So when he was gone, Led Zeppelin was over. He was an MVP. He was amazing. And again, I'm going to link in the description a YouTube video you just absolutely have to watch. The second guy on my list is Ginger Baker. Um, Ginger Baker, his drumming on Cream's, a uh, couple of albums they did was just so intense. Uh, the Cream was the first super group, Eric Clapton, Jack Bruce, and Ginger Baker. They were all accomplished musicians going in. They were all superstars afterward. Although Eric Clapton was the only one to have like this long superstar career afterward, uh, Jack Bruce was this, is this amazing jazz bass player, and Ginger Baker went on to play with some other bands, but he never reached that same level of fame. Um, he has a Netflix special. It's not. It's a documentary about him, and he's in it, and he pretty much owns up to the fact that he's a total asshole. He, he must have been really hard to work with because that talent should have landed him in other superstar bands that would have kept him in the forefront of... Uh, rock and roll royalty for the rest of his life because that's how good of a drummer he is. Charlie Watts is number three. Charlie Watts is the drummer for the Rolling Stones. This is a guy who is a human metronome. I remember I was watching um, Alias 
television show Alias. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I thought about that. Except for there was this scene when one of the characters was describing how steady the heartbeat on somebody was going to be, and he described it as steady as Charlie Watts, and that always stuck with me. So I use that kind of as an expression when talking about someone who's steady or someone who never misses uh, an obligation, that they are steady as Charlie Watts. Um, he is an amazing drummer, and I would love to build a band around Charlie Watts. Coincidentally, the Rolling Stones have been around for a long freaking time. They These guys have been a band for 50-something years. And when they first started out, they all looked like baby-faced children except Charlie Watts. He looked considerably older than everybody else. Now, the rest of them look like mummies twice dead, and he looks pretty much the same. I mean, obviously he looks older, but he's the only one who didn't age horrible in the entire group. So take that for whatever that is. Number four is Mitch Mitchell of the Jimi Hendrix Experience. He was the perfect drummer for Jimi Hendrix. Jimi played both rhythm and lead at the same time on the guitar. He's considered by many people to be the greatest to ever strap it on. Definitely the uh, most influential guitar player of the late 60s. And Mitch Mitchell was the perfect drummer for that band. The way he wove in and out of the rhythms and the way he just drove that snare drum uh, was something of uh, a beautiful thing. Number five is Keith Moon. You gotta love Keith Moon. The guy was crazy. I mean, insane. He got them kicked out of what, the Holiday Inn? Um, how, how do you get kicked out of the Holiday Inn? Not just one Holiday Inn, but all Holiday Inns. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong hotel chain, but Keith Moon was one crazy son of a gun. And his drumming was exactly the same way. Like, his entire personality was that crazy. May he rest in peace. I saw... I've seen YouTube videos of him where his headphones are duct taped to his head so that he can just drum the way he drums. He's the type of drummer, like most drummers that I like are steady in the pocket and you never feel like they're going to lose control. With Keith Moon, you always felt like he was going to lose control. You always felt like at any moment the entire song could derail, but it never did. So that's pretty awesome. Number six, Speaking of pocket, speaking of never uh, keeping a rhythm, keeping a beat, Ringo Starr of the Beatles. He is pretty underrated as a technician when it comes to the drum kit, but talk to drummers, and I'm not a drummer. I, I can barely keep a beat along with a beat. Um, but when I talk to other drummers and when I watch videos of people talking about great drummers, Ringo Starr always comes up. Some people, they're more into the real fancy fills and the things that, but the more fancy the fill, I feel sometimes the song can derail or it takes away from the song. Ringo always added to the song. It was always perfect for the song he was playing and nothing can be a better compliment than that. Number seven is Neil Peart from Rush. Now, he is a drummer's drummer. He's one of those guys that's considered technically amazing. He's a skilled technician, and he is one of those guys that puts lots and lots and lots of fills in, but he never comes in on one and a half. He always comes in right where he's supposed to be, so that's amazing. Number eight for me is Alex Van Halen just because of the opener for Hot for Teacher. You gotta listen for Hot for Teacher. Um, I will put something about each one of these drummers in the description below. You can click on a link, watch a video, or listen to a song, or however I can get that to happen for you. 
Uh, number nine is Stuart Copeland from The Police. Now, I'm going to be honest. I'm not a big fan of The Police, but I couldn't leave him off of here because that's how good of a drummer he was. Um, and Bill Ward from Black Sabbath. I really, really like his drumming. He's kind of in that Keith Moon uh, feel to me where it's just a lot of heavy tom work. It's all over the place, but it's perfect for what they were doing, that heavy, deep, crunchy sound that Black Sabbath invented. With uh, They were pretty much the godfathers of heavy metal music. So that is my top 10 list. Feel free to disagree with me. Send me a message. Let's get into an argument. Like I said, this is the United States of America, and Twitter war is what happens here. You can follow me at Don't Be an Asshole, a spiritual guide on Instagram, and uh, well, I'll put all the social media links down below. All right.